Thanks for joining us on our season four finale episode of Salmon Summer. We have Aaron back in the great state of New Jersey, the cold ass state of New Jersey. He's back after a nice little long trip down to Florida and the beautiful warm weather. He's back and we're actually recording our season finale. It's kind of our homage to like what we talked about for the last couple of seasons. It's been a great four seasons of doing this. And now we're going to kind of bring it to nice little close, as they say. So, Aaron, welcome back, man. How's it feel to Thanks, be back? Man. It sucks. It <laughs> it's, I'm actually drinking one of the leftover beers from my trip. and <laughs> It's actually a high ally. You've had them before? I've had the high ally. Yeah, I've I had Ooh. the high ally. Big know, sexy, that, I, I, big sexy, super sexy. <laughs> they're actually they're actually indicative of uh, Florida's culture. I think it's like made, <laughs> made in like Tampa or something. Where is wait? I I, I totally forget. Uh, Cigar City Brewing Company. Where is this made? Tampa, yeah. And and ironically, Tampa was the last stop on my trip. Yeah. Well, last time we talked, um, our last recording, actually, our last podcast. You were driving down, and we did an episode where you stopped in uh, North Carolina. Charlotte. In Charlotte. And we were kind of just talking to you and seeing how everything was and, you know, like just kind of just talking a little bit because you were making this big old road trip down to Florida to visit, hang out with family. And I was like super intrigued because my ass stood home. During the winter vacation, I didn't go anywhere. I stood in cold New Jersey in my house. We celebrated Christmas. We had New Year's. So we did everything here. But you had the experience of driving and actually staying at some local places. And actually, what's cool is that you actually got a little bit of that weather change as you went further and further south, right? Yeah. And then I got the complete reverse of it when I came back up north. <laughs> like it, it's um, It was crazy because I think the last time that we did um that we did an episode i was kind of like in a little bit of a purgatory kind of thing because my mom was not feeling good and we thought holy shit like she was an integral part of the last stop of the trip like if she wasn't going what's the point of going yeah what's the point it would have been like a dick move so the fact is we were waiting on like her uh for her to do a couple at-home tests to see if she had covid or not and ironically, it's kind of like once me and you got off the last episode where I was kind of talking to you about Virginia, what it was like to be at a hotel for Christmas Day, kind of what it's like to be on the road, things started kind of like turning in a good way. Like I had a really good meal that night. I had some local beers. I put it up on my Instagram, hot chicken sandwich. Um, I had a, some really cool like Southern food. The next morning, as I was waiting for my mom's uh, test results, um, I I basically went to this really southern kind of breakfast spot and had crawfish, a lot of crawfish on this trip. But yeah, man, like the trip really kind of accelerated in a positive direction. And it's like the further south I got, the less I look back on my anxiety of being in Jersey. Meanwhile, you were just you're just like thawing out over there <laughs> in order to go out and smoke a cigar you had to like wear like five jackets in order to sit outside the wind blowing it just everything was freezing so it was interesting for me i know like i kept it really tame you know i stood inside we had our christmas dinner um last time we talked you know we didn't have a lot of family over kind of pushed everything aside because at that time man 
everything was it was hectic and so i just kind of we just kind of stood in i had all these i had like i bought two magnum like all these magnum bottles of wine because we were expecting like a big spectacle of people to come here and drink and all of a sudden it was like well there's only five of us so and nobody none of those people drink so we didn't get to open any of those bottles i have the i have a 2014 jordan magnum i also have uh a ken wright so we, they're still closed we didn't get to open them so it was kind mm, of a, a really? little bit of a bummer, but we talked. Oh, you're like, yes, Ooh, really. <laughs> so it was interesting for me to stay here. But I think what the heart of this episode should be is like, what was what were the scenes as you were making your way? Down? Yeah. So let's let's talk about like your experience, because we don't want to talk about my boring ass experience. We want to talk about your fun living La Vida Char- Loca experience. So Charlotte, the scene wasn't really a scene at all, because I, I kind of think that there's like this threshold between New York and South Carolina. And I think that it's like, if you're in a major city, not, not a town, not a, not a quasi city, but if you're in a major city like Charlotte, the mandates are in effect. And there's that whole, like, better watch out. Omicron's on its way. You know, like everybody is sort of on edge in these cities. Yeah. And well, they're major, they're major cities. That's why. Right. But what I'm saying though, is that like the further South you get, like for instance, I left Charlotte. I had that breakfast the next morning. And by the time that it was like probably 11 o'clock, I was on the road and I'm like, here we go. Here we go. And my next big stop was Savannah. And I wasn't really in Savannah for a long time. It was like an hour and a half stop. But I went to the Bohemian Hotel. That was that rooftop. Mm-hmm. And I had a local beer out there. And I had like some more like, you know, chicken wings that they were like famous for. But that was the place where you said, is this Jersey? Did you come back? Or is this somewhere else? Because it's kind of deceptive, that picture. Oh, so absolutely. One, one oh, angle, yes. it looks like you're on the Hudson River. Yeah. I thought it was a GW. I, I honestly, I text you. I was like, are you back home, man? That looks like the GW. It, it was like this beautiful spot on this hotel rooftop. And I was like, man, this guy came home. Like, you know, I guess, you know, things didn't, you know, fast really quick because he's actually enjoying a beer on a beautiful day. And there's the GW behind him. But you were like, nope, that's not it. You're, you kept going, you kept going further South. So, I want to ask you because I'm very interested. So after listening to what you just said, so you, you the last time we talked and the last time we recorded, we talked before you went out for dinner, right? So we talked right. right before you were about to head out and you were looking at the menu and you were talking about like all the things they had there locally in Charlotte. And then you talked about what you had when you stopped in Savannah. So my question to you is because we are a wine, we're a, you know, a spirits podcast. We don't talk a lot about beer, but it sounds to me like your dining experience, your kind of hipster experience going down there is like the further south you went. Was it really more like, you know, craft beers, wine craft is, spirits? W- w- wine is sort of like bullshit down there, man. Like it's a lot of the places. And again, like I'm not sure if you want me to go in chronological order, like what it was like to go from Charlotte to Savannah, to Melbourne beach to wherever, but there's not an emphasis on wine. A lot of like the wine selections, like 
I remember this is like one of my last stops. And there's a ton of stuff in between, right? But like one of the last places I went for a restaurant was in Clearwater Beach area. And beautiful area. Like I, I, I'm telling you, man, like great restaurants, classy spots. There are spots that have like wine cellars and there is that emphasis. But I swear, man, it was like really good food. But then they give you a piece of paper and they say that the, the deal of the day is getting Dow a Magnum for 200 bucks. So it's almost like they're trying to say like, we can deceive people by selling them really cheap wine. Like I saw almost no real selection for like a good Bordeaux. It was all like Camus, 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 Camus. Like it was a lot of decoy, a lot of duck horn. But the thing is though, is they're pushing tropical drinks. They're pushing um, craft cocktails. They're pushing a lot of local beer. Ton so of me, local, ton of local beer. I mean, Charlotte yeah. specifically, they had like at the Ritz Carlton, they had sixteen local craft beers, like sixteen. And I'm well, just that's like, what I was going to ask you what? Yeah. yeah, you know, that's why I was going to ask you because you know, in talking to you, it sounded like was was Charlotte the place that they had um, the Corvin glasses? Where was that? That they what gave do you, mean you the Corvin. You, Remember, they, you paid for like an ounce of a wine. Was that Charlotte or was that Virginia? That was Virginia. That was Virginia. All that, right. was, so, that was where you could sample it. So, again, they, they, they almost say like these, this is the sommelier selection, but that was still sort of like up north. That was th- That's what I'm saying. That's what I wanted to get to because I was trying to remember if it was Charlotte or if it was Virginia. So it, it, it's like it's amazing how like talking to you, it's like the further you are up north, the closer you started going down, the closer you're up to the – you know the Yankees up Mm -hmm. here, it was kind of still this like, you know, wine glass sniffs, twirl kind of routine where you're going Virginia, where they had this cool idea of doing Corvins and giving you ounces to do like a tasting, but not of like, you know, I don't think it was all like just any random bottles. I think there were some good things in there mixed in, or maybe there was just random stuff. But the further you went down, what I love is that you went from, you showed, you text me a picture of the wine menu in Virginia you said, this is what they're doing in Virginia. Next thing you know, you went to Charlotte. And as soon as we ended our podcast, you were like, I'm going to go have some food. You texted me pictures. You were like, which beer should I get? And it's amazing how like all of a sudden, let's look at how the pattern is changing and the drinking habits of people as you move further down south. It's not like New Jersey where you're, you know, you're pouring, you know, a super fancy wine. It's like it's changing. That's what I noticed when I thought that was pretty cool to see that change. And it was funny because like the people that are at this hotel obviously have money. It's a Ritz Carlton. But some woman came up. She's like, I'm looking for a very uh, specific Chardonnay. Do you have cake bread? And I'm like, you know, cake bread's good, dude. Like cake bread's not like, you know, cheap wine. Yeah. But it's just funny how like nobody there is saying like, do you have a good Chablis? Do you have a good Sancerre? Mm. What is a burgundy you recommend? It's It's like. I'll have the cake bread, and meanwhile, I'm just like I have my craft IPA, and I'm like, YOLO. <laughs> when in when in Charlotte, but Charlotte. But, but I mean Yolo. Savannah, it's the same thing though. It's like I went to Savannah, I went to this one uh, Bohemian hotel, then I went to this place called the Old Pink House. It was like this really old school, like his. Like you ever been to like an historic restaurant where it's like it used to be some oh, yeah. dude's house from the 1780s. 
oh yeah like pictures years of- ago yeah. Years ago, when I visited my grandfather when he was alive in Louisiana, it's that same. I, I totally understand. Like Savannah has like that Louisiana, New Orleans kind of feel, like where it's like yeah. a restored home is like this, you know, five star Michelin star restaurant. You know what I mean? They didn't have a big wine list, mm-hmm. but they had a huge beer list, and this was at the fancy restaurant. Like they they said, either you could have like a really cool bourbon cocktail. Or here's our beer list. And they have all kinds of funky beers out there. There's more of an emphasis on it. So, you know, Charlotte and Savannah, you start getting more of that whole beer emphasis. The food was – Savannah has some of the best food ever, dude. So what was the – because – and this is driving me to my next question. It's like, so the food. If we, mm. we talk about food and – Food that you pair with wine. We, me, and you can talk all day about what we would eat with what and what we would drink with what. It sounds like was the food more driven like sandwiches, finger foods. Even though it's great, it's fantastic. Was it more driven to like southern, like like sweet, salty, barbecue, fried, fried green fried. tomatoes? Yeah, like polenta, polenta, biscuits, cornbread. Um, even when I got to Melbourne Beach the next day, because that's where my best friend lives. You know, we went to a Cuban restaurant because he's big into Cuban food. But we also went to like this southern-ish breakfast spot. And I got something called the Key West Omelette. It was like lobster, scallops, and shrimp in an omelette. And he had like biscuits and gravy. Biscuits and gravy, I, I, I would have probably put on 30 more pounds if I stuck to stuff like this. But like southern breakfasts, the best meals I had were the breakfasts by far. And that was like Florida, Savannah. It was all good Southern comfort food. So even when I wasn't drinking beer or even when I wasn't having a cocktail, it was like the best food I had in the trip was breakfast. Those Southerners, man, they know how to do breakfasts. (laughs) So it sounds pretty like they have a kind of, if I'm, if I just, Think about it more and more. The more I think about it, it's kind of like their food kind of represents what they're drinking. It's it's kind of like what we talk about up here. Like, what would you, Floyd? What would you pair with a nice ribeye? You know, Aaron. What would you pair with a you know the you know a pasta dish? You know, you know that has a pork ragu or something like that. It's kind of they're tailoring a lot of what they eat, especially being comfort food to kind of a comfort drink. So beer. Yeah, to, is it kind of comforting, right? Or is it like mixed drinks are comforting versus like a bottle of wine is comforting? There's a lot more seafood, yeah. right? There, yeah, there's like yeah. a lot of crawfish, a lot of um, fresh catch kind of fish. Yeah. Uh, mahi-mahi is big. Grouper, every, every fucking place has grouper. Grouper this, grouper that. Like it was like Forrest Gump, like shrimp stew, shrimp salad. <laughs> <laughs> shrimp chowder, oh, no. shrimp chowder, shrimp po boy, shrimp blackened shrimp, baked shrimp, <laughs> sautéed shrimp. They have all these different ways, and and so like you'll go to a place, and it's funny because they, you know how you know you're at a bad restaurant, and they're like, oh, all our food is good, yeah, like oh yeah, that's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> a lot of places you go there, and they'd be like, you'd be like, how's the group? Or like. <laughs> like that's in town. <laughs> no, no. They, they would say this. They'd be like, you got to get the grouper tacos. I'm like, what about the grouper sandwich? Like, don't get the grouper sandwich. 
<laughs> or another place would be like the grouper sandwich will make you really soft and wet. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's cool. But what about the grouper tacos? Be like, those grouper tacos are going to kill you, son. I'm like, it's the same grouper, right? It's the same fish, right? <laughs> yeah, but 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 people, especially in Florida, they're very protective of the grouper. <laughs> like just, it's not like having fillet of fish, you know. It's but but that's the thing, though. Like you wouldn't have Cabernet or a 2005 Margot <laughs> with, with the grouper sandwich. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> excuse me, sir. <laughs> excuse me. Can I, like, sir? That bottle is three thousand dollars. You sure you want to have it with a grouper sandwich? Extra tartar sauce. <laughs> so if you let's have a little fun with this one. If you could, uh, if you could put on, if you could put on your <laughs> fancy pants kind of hat. <laughs> if you were, if you wanted to drink a bottle of wine with one of those grouper sandwiches or tacos, <laughs> what would you go with? <laughs> Let's have a little fun with this one. <laughs> what what kind of wine would you have? Oh, I'd straight up just have a bottle of <laughs> fucking Dami P, but I wouldn't even put it in the glass. I'd be like, get me more of those grouper tacos, dog. <laughs> I, I I would probably have. I mean. I actually got really into Prosecco when I was out on this trip. Like I remember we, we had leftover Prosecco from New Year's Eve and you have to understand there's two different types of Southwest Florida. There's the scene where every single person wants to, wants people to look at them and say like, Oh, that guy's got money. That guy, that, that guy's wearing a $3,000, um, it's not leisure suits. Like it's like those really expensive shirts. And like, did you say Yola to him when he was, when he passed you by? <laughs> no, no, but I'm, I'm just saying like the vibe, the vibe in central and Southwest Florida, it's like either you want people to see you and everything's glitzy and everything's like perfect and everything's very upscale. Or it's like where we stayed in Marco Island. It's beautiful. The beach is incredible. I sent you pictures yeah. out there. But the place where we stayed was like a condo timeshare thing. All right. Where everybody was just bringing down their coolers. So we had like a cooler share. So I'd be like, "Here, here's here's some Prosecco. And the guy's like, you want a Modelo? I'm like, hell yeah. He's like, hey, I can't fly with all this pot. You want some? I'm like, okay. So, so we're just yoloing back and forth, me and a couple of the guys that are that are also doing the timeshare yeah. thing, and we're just exchanging stuff. But like, if I said, "Yo, you want to try uh, a burgundy?" He'd be like, "Why do you have a burgundy in your cooler?" <laughs> and you know the cooler I'm talking about? It's like that soft cooler. Yeah. <laughs> like, could, could you imagine like a magician, like a styrofoam one? <laughs> like, I bring out a highlight, but then it's like an Opus One. <laughs> no, I, I I got into Prosecco. Like every, I I think the entire time I was in Florida, I tried wine the first night on New Year's Eve, and that was the only night that I got like tanked. Yeah, uh, me and my brother in law both got tanked. So it was super dark where we were barbecuing, by the way. Mm -hmm. This is the first night in Marco Island when we were checking in. It was my niece's first birthday. And happy birthday. Happy birthday. My dad brought a bunch of booze, but we're in this corner where 
there's not enough lights. So it's like, we're like, we can't see everything we're doing. So we're grilling food. We're doing stuff. My dad brought some Cabo Wabo. He brought some uh, Maker's Mark. He brought some Prosecco, some the vodka, good stuff. <laughs> good stuff. And at some point, I go to my brother-in-law being like, listen, I'll man the grill. Your responsibility is you got to make us some old fashions. So I had like two old fashions each with him. And I was like, this old fashioned tastes kind of interesting. And I realized that um, I go to the maker's mark. I'm like, why is this bottle unopened and full? And I realized about like two drinks in, he was making old fashions with the Cabo Wapo. (laughs) (laughs) So Floyd, we might have to try some this summer. It's called... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i gotta hear what this is called it's set no cabo wabo fashion <laughs> i cabo no, i swear to god all you have to do is replace the bourbon with tequila yeah, with tequila of course <laughs> that set the tone for the entire trip it was just no no sense in going dark no sense in going red wine keep it to tequila keep it to yeah. champagne keep it to beers that there's like a different kind of vibe out there. Cause I didn't fucking even notice <laughs> that I was drinking tequila old fashions. I'm like, just like, this is just a really nice, light, breezy. <laughs> old <fashion."> <laughs> <laughs> I woke up in the Gulf of Mexico with my pants down. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. It just makes me laugh. Cause it's like, it just reminds me of, I'm telling you of Chappelle. It's like, this bores me. <laughs> You can play basketball afterwards. <laughs> That's crazy. So you guys made old fashions with tequila. Love it. Exactly. I love it. It's, <laughs> um, it's, it's kind of like what I realized is that like reds and darks, they don't, or browns. <laughs> no, the drinks, Floyd. Jesus. Grow I didn't up. Say I didn't say anything. No, I, but people can't see your faces. <laughs> I know they can't. <laughs> the, the darks don't fare well in Florida. No, I meant like <laughs> the brown spirits yeah. are not really big out there. It's it's mostly about like, uh, what are those things called? Like Palomas? So you're not drinking. So there's no, like people aren't drinking like rum and Cokes, anything like that. Yeah. But if, if they're having rum, they're having it with like orange juice. They're having like pina coladas like, and all that. Pina like, coladas. So yeah. like, no, like they have it, but I'm saying like everything is kind of like lighter colored out there. Like yeah. meaning the, the, the white wines, the white spritzers, all that stuff. All that Tequilas. stuff. Okay. So, so, okay. That's good. But all right. So. You it's had context, a great time. Lloyd. It, you had a great time. So yes. it, it, it's hilarious because if I remember correctly, before you even left, you gave me a speech about Prosecco. <laughs> you said Prosecco's were all BS. <laughs> but you know something? I was having it with orange juice, and then I was I like, love it. let me – Mimosas? No, you're having I mimosas. Mean, listen, me you say having, you're having mimosas. <laughs> I, I did have mimosas. <laughs> I had it with orange juice, mimosa. I had it with orange juice, <laughs> mimosas. So you have mimosas, YOLO. You only live once. Mimosas, yeah. I mean, <laughs> listen, like me and you ought to, I, I mean, I this sounds super, super erotic here, but me and you got to do the brunch thing at some point, man. We got to be like, yo, here's, <laughs> we brought three bottles of Prosecco and Cava. Start it up. <laughs> 
Turn that shit up. I want to have the Cabo Wabo fashions. That's what I want to have. I want to try that. That sounds like a beast. I can just, I can just already see you slow motion walking through the window of Unwind Boutique. Sparks flying oh, everywhere. God. That's hilarious, dude. That that cracks me up because I've never heard of that. This is the first time I ever heard of Cabo Wabo old fashioned. God bless my brother-in-law, but he didn't even realize what he was doing, even when he was drinking it. And and by the way, he makes killer old fashions in general. Mm. But the yeah. fact is that it was like, like I, I said to him, like, there's something, some kind of weird. I kind of feel a little weird after this. <laughs> <laughs> and and he's like, oh man, we've been we've been making this with tequila. I'm like, all right, make another one. All right, <laughs> <laughs> keep, keep it going. Keep it going. Keep the party going. A <laughs> lot, 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 lot of grouper and a lot of tequila old fashions on this trip. <laughs> so it sounds like it, it, it's kind of like if we want to be serious a little bit, <laughs> it sounds like the food kind of matches the environment you're in, mm-hmm. the 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 alcohol that you drink, beer, whatever represents the environment you're in. So. We're talking about like, you know, New Jerseyans up here. We're up north people where during the winter we're drinking like some big reds, right? We always say like kind of this is the time where you're drinking Cabernets, Bordeaux up here in the state, you know, up here in Jersey. But down there it's kind of like a much more relaxed vibe because the weather is beautiful. Not a lot of people are drinking heavier things. It's a lot lighter. A lot are, a lot the, the food is lighter. The drinks are lighter. So it seems like that's kind of what your trip was kind of all about and experiencing all these different things. When was the last time that you went somewhere like a restaurant or bar and you ordered seafood? I mean, think about that. It's like we're more prone during the wintertime, especially to have like heartier dishes, red meat, sometimes lamb, um, steak, burgers, you know, that kind of stuff. If we're having something like pizza or Italian, we're having it with Chianti or Sangiovese or Cabernet. So yeah, there's a totally different vibe out there. And it's like a lot of, dude, I remember like every night was seafood, 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 you know, like having different, like different fish that I've never even seen on a menu before. And I must have had like like coconut shrimp about four times. Mm-hmm. You can't have coconut shrimp with like a, like a full bodied red. You want to have that with something like, um, you want to have it with a beer. Yeah, I mean coconut <laughs> shrimp is it's like what would you have chicken tenders with? You know? Yeah, beer. Yeah, it, it, beer. It's 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 bar food, but it, it's like it's almost like bar food, but it's it's like specific bar food when yeah we had it's kind of like yeah like when we went to we did our family trip to the amalfi coast in italy so around that area if you know the amalfi coast it's right on the water right and most of the cuisine most of the dishes there were all fish so a lot of the things you had were beautiful seafoods things you've never seen and but you've had it with like white wine but like very light white wine something that doesn't you know just make your head spin but I think that's what I love about visiting like different areas, even if it's in the United States or even if it's outside. It's like the amount of food, the amount of drinks kind of represents the territory you're in. And I think that's what's amazing about like this conversation, especially with you. It's like just listening to your trip as mundane as it must have sounded, just staying at a hotel driving, staying at a hotel driving. It's really cool because you got to see some of these different states and cities and how their cuisine and their food 
represents their city and represents the vibe of yeah. like, you know, what's going on versus like freezing your ass off up here in Jersey and you're stuck inside drinking a heavy Napa cab. Yeah. I mean, like I said, like the one thing I can say is when I got back home, you know, I was expecting to kind of come back home and be like, Oh God, like, why am I, why am I not back in Florida? Kind of thing on the way back. I kind of, it's like, it's like a sobering effect, like sobering effect, kind of driving back from Florida up to Jersey. Cause it gets colder. The trees get thinner. Um, and it's, it's funny, man, because like when I got to my apartment, the first thing I was thinking about was, ah, shit, like my apartment just, it's never going to feel like how I was being on vacation, mm-hmm. but it was the exact opposite effect. It was like, Okay, now it's super cozy. Got the rug going. My all um, my 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 sofa, all my stuff, and the place seems a lot bigger because I'm not sharing it with four people. Yeah, and I'm just like, it's just a different vibe being up here in general than being down in Florida. Like again, everything is kind of lighter, airier. When you're outside more, you want to drink more stuff like beer mm. or like martinis or like, you know, lighter stuff. And when it's the winter time and it's cold, you want to kind of hunker down a bit and you want to have those heartier reds, those bigger bourbons. Yeah. So, you know, the bigger, the biggest thing about Florida is and, and the South in general, there's some amazing food to have. I would never recommend going to a steakhouse in Florida. I just, I just wouldn't, unless you were there for a month, mm-hmm. but like I had steak one time on the trip it sucked. So it's not, it's not the cuisine is because you're next to the water. I, I, I could see it because it's, you're not next to the water. You're not next to a lot of things where it's like, it's, you're not going to see a lot of Ruth Chris's around there versus where you're going to have all these fresh seafood places by the beaches. If you go to Miami or Orlando, you're going to have more of the Spanish cuisine, more Spanish influenced foods. Yeah. And by the water, you're going to have all these fresh kind of catch, catch of the fresh day kind of meals. Yeah. Catch the day. Like I would say like for booze, beer is just like, unless you want to have those touristy Mai Tais and painkillers, rum runners, pina coladas, it's really about beer down there. Like I, I swear to God, man, the beer lists are extensive. And when you get the wine list, it's like a crumpled sheet of paper, and it says you want to have the duck horn, the decoy, the Chateau Saint Michel, <laughs> Opus One, a hundred bucks. Opus One for a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Deal. <laughs> no, and and don't get me wrong. There are places like you mentioned, Miami. I'll say Orlando. There are going to be places that are major cities like that will have those amazing, amazing wine lists. Um, it's funny. I went to the, I, I didn't stay at the Ritz Carlton, but I went to the um, restaurant there to do, uh, you know, to have a little bite to eat and try some wine. And I swear it was like, did you ask me to do with Bob second? <laughs> Cause dude, that's where he died. Yeah. I, I read that. Yeah. And they were like, timing seems a little bit odd. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm a full house fan, bro. <laughs> I'm the lead investigator on this. 
he, he, he like who's next, Uncle Joey? Sam and Summer is going in a different direction. Wine, <laughs> spirits, and murders. <laughs> oh yeah, true podcast coming season five. Floyd's gonna find out what happened with Aaron and Bob Saget. <laughs> no, but it's very sad. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, it's 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 crazy though because you will have places that have those wine lists that have those wine menus that have like, you know, stuff that you've never seen before on these lists. But in general, like in central Florida, Southwest Florida, it's laid back, man. People, people just want to have like the easy to drink shit. Definitely. I can definitely see that the weather just calls for it. Why would you yeah. have a, a big bottle of red when you're in, when you're in the sun and the weather's like 80 degrees and it's like, you know, it's cold down there when it's like 70. It, it's yeah. just, why would you do it? I, that's why I, it's, it's amazing how like, I love talking about this because the weather kind of influences everything. And it's really cool in a sense, talking to, to you about it because it's just really awesome to see how things are in different places along the East coast and used to further South coast. I, I mean, could you see me with a beer and koozie on a jet ski in the no. ocean, or could you see me like decanting, decanting saw, a Bordeaux on the a jet Bordeaux. ski? <laughs> I saw you decanting a Bordeaux while drinking a bottle of like Chablis. That's what I, I would think you would do. <laughs> no, could you just imagine like, hmm, this wine tastes a little bit like salt water? Like, well, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's it's you know, I, I would say it's like. Think about most trips, and again, you're 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 a wine guy. You're a wine expert at this point. When was the last time that you were on a trip to somewhere kind of like Florida or in the Keys or somewhere warmer like Cancun or Mexico, and you remember having red wine? Yeah, never. Exactly. We'll do it. Yeah, never. But we do it all the time up here. <laughs> well, that's me and you, dog. That's what we do. <laughs> Hundred degree weather, July fourth. <laughs> we start out with beer. That's our appetizers. That's our starters. <laughs> oh man! I, and I and I kept on thinking to myself, like, you know, I it's like I've been walking like four or five miles a day on the beach, and I'll treat myself here and there with some beer and a lot of high noons. By the way, a <laughs> lot of high noons, yo. I swear to you, people were <laughs> drinking that shit like it was nothing. Like, I'm telling you, if if beer is kind of the go-to, like that's what you order at the restaurants, people left and right were drinking high noons at the pool. And now I heard that one of like like Brody Jenner has a tequila one. Te- <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah, I know that Brody Jenner, but he has a tequila one. Cabo Wobble fashions. <laughs> no, that's mine for you. Trademark. <laughs> no, there, there's some kind of like hard seltzer out there, but instead of vodka, it's tequila. <laughs> you know what? I couldn't pass anybody putting it out there. What did we talk about a couple of uh, like a couple of months ago? What was it? McWine. <laughs> so <laughs> Mick Champagne. Can't put it past anybody to come up with anything. Bombay Sapphire would like make a killing with this, by the way. Why not? Everybody do it. Corona's doing it. High noons. Yeah, but Corona sucks. I mean, like, why would I, I actually had a Bud Light mango heart seltzer? That was no, really sir. good. Well, but you know, it's 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 nice to have it when you're like half drowning in a pool 
versus wine because you'd be like, oh man, I got some chlorine water in my wine. <laughs> you don't care as much with a can. I love how you're trying to just you're trying to boost up yourself with this high noon white claw kind of rep. Okay, I got you. YOLO. It's true, YOLO. I do YOLO. YOLO. <laughs> YOLO. So overall, in in all, yeah. How was this entire trip for you? Like, how was the scene? And you've already talked about like the food, the wine, the the high noons, the Cabo Wabo fashions. How was the entire scene in a nutshell for every place you've been to? Like, what was your experience? If you could sum it all in one thing, like, how would you how would you sum up your experience? Fucking laid back, man. I mean, the thing is that COVID doesn't exist in Florida. I'm not sure if you got the press release on that. I got the press release on that. <laughs> so, so I'll tell you. There's a. I won't mention any names or specifics on this, Uh-oh. but I I saw various people on this trip, right? Like meaning, um, family, friends, acquaintances, people I just knew out there. It was me on the road by myself, but it was like I was at various points stopping and seeing different people. And I remember somebody from Jersey was down there and the mask was on in the beginning. And then when it was realized that nobody was wearing them, it just kind of falls off. So it's, it's kind of like, it's not that people don't believe that COVID's a thing. But it's kind of like people just choose to live their lives and say, we're all outside anyway. The sun is strong. The drinks are awesome. People Mm -hmm. just are living their best lives out there. So it's like this laid back vibe. And they're just like, listen, like if we have to fucking deal with this back in the Midwest or back in Northeast, when we go home, we will. But right now, it's just kind of like I'm not really worried about it like a lot of people do get up here. Yeah, And I, th- I think a lot of it does have to do with the fact that it's f- smaller families in two-bedroom condos, and if they're fraternizing with other people, it's all outside. Like, I, dude, I would hang out with people outside all day yeah. without going in, indoors. So yeah, we were – we, we I would agree with that. Yeah, like we were all just like chilling by the pool and stuff, and so it's kind of like there was the one dude or one person that would be in the pool – or ocean with the mask on, but I was just like, okay, (laughs) do you dog have a high, (laughs) but if you want to have a high high noon, noon. (laughs) you want to have a high noon, you got to take that mask down. (laughs) The best, the the best is seeing the people in their pickup trucks, taking the mask down to have a smoke. gotta love it i love this country (laughs) oh man when i was driving back i was driving up through ocala in gainesville Mm -hmm. confederate flags everywhere bro i was so scared (laughs) i actually saw actual plantations like cotton fields yeah (laughs) i saw colonel sanders (laughs) no but i'm saying these places are still I know. Still, yeah, still <laughs> it's, the, it's the same thing. It's 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 amazing how you take these trips and it, you get a piece of Americana. It's a piece of Americana. Yeah. And, and when you get all the way in South Florida, it's like basically the Northeast 
has moved down here. But everything in between, man, like once you get past Tampa and you're going up north, it, it's like you see Jasper in the pickup truck and he's just skidding all over the road. And it's it's a different place, man. <laughs> Take your mask off, brother. <laughs> You want to see your face? Come on, <laughs> see, see your, your face. face. No, it, it, it's 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 like the mo- I, I think about your time and and you were talking before. It's like you know jealousy. It's kind of like I think the biggest thing I did was I cracked open a bottle of the uh, Chateau Montalena, twenty seventeen, the Cabernet, and I posted on Instagram, kind of like, oh, you know, this is what I'm doing. Aaron's traveling around, you know, down to Florida, and I'm stuck up here, but I'm going to crack this bottle open, have it with dinner. And actually watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And I don't know if you've seen it yet. And I don't want to spoil it for you. But the first episode the is. The new season's out? The new season's out on Hulu. Get out of here. The first episode. And you'll like it because they did. The first episode you'll crack up. I think it's the funniest one. And this, they did another episode. It was uh, Lethal Weapon. But instead of Lethal, Lethal Weapon. Because you know how the big controversy is about Lethal Weapon. With that, well, they, that they did Le- Lethal Weapon 5. Yes, but right. they, they did Lethal Weapon, I, I think, 6 or 7, and it was an all-black cast because they were like, we got in trouble for the last one, so we're going to do it a whole lot different this one. So I think you got to definitely check it out, but you know, I think you you put on Instagram, like, how can you drink that? Or you text me, how can you drink that Chateau Montalena without me? You're but it was kind fuck. of an homage. Yeah, it was kind of like an homage like our, you know, our one of our episodes where we talked about the movie bottle shock and it was like you know what i'm gonna pop this open i'm gonna do like a little tasting and then i'm gonna post it on instagram and see if i get any love for you know chateau montalena because it kind of it, it's that movie kind of represented how napa kind of grew so it was really cool to kind of get a little hate from you and but get a little love actually from chateau montalena for drinking that bottle so it was really cool that was my entire winter break so it doesn't so, compare to you but we'll, listen, <laughs> we, we'll we'll talk about chateau montalay in the next episode oh by the way um because i was around people the entire time i had one i had one night <laughs> you set that up you set that up too good by the way <laughs> i was around way, a lot of people <laughs> i was around a lot of people but i will tell you i had one night where i was by myself and there's a dine-in theater. This isn't going too well. <laughs> There's a dine-in theater in Marco Island. It's not like like a AMC type. It's yeah. like it's like the first real dine-in theater where it's like they have gourmet food they're giving to you. And I had a whole table to myself, and I watched No Way Home. Oh, well, that's getting- that we're, was we're- that was the highlight of my trip. Oh well, <laughs> you No Way Home, Chateau Montalena for me. <laughs> But again, what did I have? I had some kind of local IPA. I I, I was like, they're like, do you want to have the Chateau Montalena, sir? I'm like, no thanks. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. That's a, that's a, that's a that's a northeastern thing. <laughs> give me the Budweiser, please. <laughs> <laughs> please give me the Budweiser Mango Edition. <laughs> no, it's it's true, man. Like I felt so unclassy, but I felt so at home at the same time, being like. Yes, I'd like the mango Bud Light seltzer, please. I'd like the, uh, I'd like the. You know what? I I'm kind of feeling a little dangerous. Get me the black seltzer White Claw and put that in a koozie, please, if you could. 
I, I was I was, wear, I was wearing down here. <laughs> yeah, if if like I was I kept on asking like my sister, I'm like, am I underdressed? And there was like a guy next to me like wearing a belly tee and shower slides. <laughs> like so it's it's just like you just don't give a shit. And it's it's almost like um remember when we wore like those hideous casual outfits to the steakhouse roots yeah. to roots <laughs> hideous that that would be that would be overdressing that was, my, was. Best, that was my best star wars shirt what are you talking about <laughs> that's my best star wars we, shirt. we were sweating we looked like shit we had a bottle of vinegar that was a <laughs> whatever man listen i think this, this is one of those episodes where it started unraveling into basically well, florida versus jersey no i think overall I think it's a great episode because it's kind of like putting it all together are seasons that we kind of were trying to figure out, you know, what's the best direction to go in, especially during this time with everything that's happening everywhere. And we've kind of come together to kind of bring some entertainment to everybody that's listening out there and especially talk about some different kind of wines, you know, different vineyards, actually interview people from vineyards and actually talk to them. So it's been a pretty rocking season according to like i feel that way i think we had you know a really good season four i think season five i know i'm working on some you know getting some people on some spirit makers some wine makers and i know but mostly i want i want to get weird man i want to get weird oh you got to take it easy i want to get weird i want to have like (laughs) i want to do some weird shit and then talk about like i want to say like okay remember that time i walked in (laughs) to the steakhouse with a whole case of Bud Light hard subs. So see, so everybody out there listening, this is what happens when you watch No Way Home. Now there's well, going to be a Sam and Somber podcast multiverse. <laughs> Florabama. <laughs> we take it on a multiverse way. <laughs> the Florabama edition. Give of- me Floyd from this verse. Oh, here he is. <laughs> oh, so so you have seen it? No, I've seen all like the cut. My son talks about it 24/7. It's a great movie. It's the best movie ever, Dad. Well, it's not the best movie ever. But. <laughs> I know. Well, that's that's another that's another topic for another day. Well, it has, Aaron, it has been an interesting season. We we did a lot this. We did this a lot. Season. That's that's what I'm saying. We've done a lot. I'm very happy because throughout everything, we've actually managed to kind of hold it together with work, timing, family, you know, trips. New Year's, Christmas, all the it all worked out. And it all worked out. So we're looking forward to producing a great season five for everybody out there. And I know I've had a great time, Aaron. You know, I had a great time talking to you. I always have a great time talking to you. So I'm looking forward to season five and you know, doing more of this. Absolutely. We gotta I guess I'll see you in a few days and we'll kinda I I would say let's maybe take like a like a Nah, you know, fuck it. We're we're not going to take that big of a break. We just got to like get together and kind of hash out. Yeah, yeah we got to drink our usual five bottles of wine and hash it all out. <laughs> oh man, no bueno, <laughs> no, no es bueno. Well, listen, Aaron, thank you very much, man. It's been a pleasure. And Absolutely. Everybody out there, continue to listen to all of our podcasts for the first four seasons. And we're definitely working on our new material for you know the next season, which is season five. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great night. YOLO. YOLO. <laughs>